Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. <laughs> <What up? laughs> I'm with Holly. What's up? <laughs> So where in Portugal are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, the West Coast. So, uh, do you know where is Lisbon, the capital? Yeah. Okay, so I'm like one hour, of, uh, like north side of Lisbon. It's a, uh, I'm, I'm like from a really small town called College of Caine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's like basically where I come from, where I grew up, like all my life. I've been there uh, until like last year, one year ago. Like I decided like to move from Portugal to America, and uh, yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, are your parents originally from there as well? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my family is from Portugal. Yeah. What do your parents do? Uh, my mom, she's a school teacher, and my dad, he's a, he j- he's just like a police guy. Yeah. Where do you think you got your creative side from? Uh, my mom, for sure. Like, she's a school teacher, but she loves to write and uh, just like to express her feelings to different type of things. Like, she has like a garden and like she loves all that oh. stuff. So I think yeah, like my creative side comes from that part, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad, like he loves just like to create stuff all the time. Like just uh, for example, like my grandmother, like she has this really old house, and like she's like just renewing all the house and just like making new stuff there. So I know I think like my parents they never made anything like uh, like music wise, but yeah, they're like super creative people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music scene in Portugal is really is really big, and there's a lot of different music styles there, especially in my town. Like yeah. we. Um, a couple of years ago, we had a real big punk hardcore scene, oh. and uh, also we have this huge university in in, uh, in my hometown that is like arts university. So there's a lot of people that come from like different countries all over Europe just to go to study to that, to that university, and uh, yeah, they just bring a lot of like different music styles there, you know. So I would say like electronic music is like very big in my hometown, rock music. Oh really? You know? Yeah, yeah. For a long time, the electronic music has been big. Uh, yeah. For a little bit, yeah, especially because of that big university, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, when I was, like, growing up, like, when I was a teenager, I used to go to a lot of, like, punk hardcore shows and uh, some raves in my hometown as well. Yeah, and sometimes I would go to Lisbon as well and just go to parties there. You, yeah. Were you in a band? Uh, no, I've never been in a band. But I used to, like, my friends, I, I had, like, some of my good, fr- good friends, they had this really good uh, punk hardcore band, and sometimes I would go with them and just, like, sing, like, two or three songs, you know, like, yeah, like, they would, like, pass me the mic and I would, like, sing a couple songs and, yeah, but, yeah, I never, I never been in a band, um, like, when I was younger, when I was, like, 10 or 11, I had, um, guitar acoustic classes, so, like, I used sometimes, like, to do, like, some performance and just play, like, famous stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who were you listening to back then? When I was 10? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, uh, like, Led Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, uh, I used to listen a lot to the Prodigy as well, uh, a lot of hip hop stuff too. Yeah, just all over the place. And were you? You're into ice, uh, like skating back then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started skateboarding when I was 13. Oh, skateboarding. Yeah, and um, yeah, I skate. I almost like skate every day from like 13 years old until I was like 16, 17. And then I broke my arm uh, in four places, and I had like to stop skateboarding for a while. How, how did you? Yeah. How did it happen? Oh, I was. I don't know, it was, was kind of like a stupid thing. So there was there was this huge gap uh, next to my house, and I was like doing a tail drop, 
there is this trick where you put the, t the back part of the skateboard and like you do kind of like a hobby. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I just fell. That was like two meters or something. Like I oh fell God. and yeah, I broke like my arm in four places. Yeah. <laughs> Which was kind of sad, yeah. But it was a good thing because that's kind of what made me start making music, you know. Mm -hmm. um, You're also like experimenting with other stuff like writing, photography, right? Yeah, I would like to take pictures. Uh, I just like did this new piece of merch with a bunch of uh, film pictures I took around the world. And um, yeah, I just love like different types of art, you know. Mm -hmm. I love to do music, but I'm just down to in, in the future to do a bunch of other different stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how did you think to start producing? Uh... I don't know, I think it was kind of because, so, like, from 13 until, like, 16, I was, like, skateboarding, like, the whole time. I was, like, skateboarding and just, like, going to school. I didn't have, like, a big social life. I didn't used to go out, out at night. And uh, when I broke my arm, I had, like, so much free time in my life. That was, like, whoa, what am I going to do with all this time? And so I think I just started, like, watching a bunch of movies, started going out at night. Um, just, like, partying, you know, just, like, doing, like, teenager stuff. And, uh... Yeah, I got to a point where I was like exposed to so much different music that I felt I could like do something as well. And mm -hmm. uh, my brother, he's a DJ as well. Oh, really? So yeah, and um, yeah, there was one time we went to the studio of a friend of my brother, and I was with my brother, and I was like, you know what? I think I have like some cool ideas like to make music. I don't know how I could start these. And he was like, yo, just don't want fruity loops and just start making beats. And yeah. Did you consider being in a duo with your brother? Oh, I never thought about that. We had a. We had like a small label in Portugal a couple of years ago and like we used to do compilations and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I never thought about it. Uh, but yeah, that would be dope, for sure, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's like when the time is right, you know. Um, yeah, there's just like so much stuff I want to do first as Holly and just by myself, you know, before like getting into a duo. But yeah, for sure, that's mm -hmm. like something you could do in the future. And were your parents worried or whatever yeah. are you doing in like creative stuff or did they want you to do something academic? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like my brother, he had like the same, he, he had like the same wife as me when it comes to school, you know, like he graduated from high school, then he went to the university and he stayed there for a couple of years and he was like, you know what, I don't like this, I want to become a musician. So he gave up on school. And that was like the same thing as me, you know. So my, I think my parents were already like prepared to what was going to happen, you know, mm -hmm. because of my brother. Um, yeah, so my mom, she wanted, me, she, wanted, she wanted me to have a, I don't know, just like graduate university and all that stuff, but yeah, I wasn't happy and there was one time I had this conversation with my mom just saying how much I wasn't happy studying and that I wanted like, to pursue music and yeah, she just understood. What were you going to yeah. study at uni? Uh, sociology. Oh, what about it did you like? Oh, everything, like that really helped me just to understand better the world and like the people, you know. It's a very interesting subject, yeah. Were you always into it, like, since you were born? Like, were yeah. you reading a lot of books? Yeah, yeah, I used to read a lot of books, yeah. And I've always been, like, that person that really likes to look to other people and just, like, try to understand their life, you know? Uh, for example, when I was younger, one of the things I really liked to do was just being on, a, on the public transport, so, like, on the bus or on the train and just look to other people and be like, oh, like, I wonder what that person is going to do, like, how's their life? And when you go to sociology, like, you study all that stuff, you know? Just trying to understand other people's life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any favorite cool. authors or books? Uh, you can remember the names. Or was oh, it really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's like <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot a bunch of them. Um, yeah, there, there was this guy. I don't know. I studied a lot of like Karl Marx. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's 
if I don't know if that's the, the right name. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you think what kind of career did you think you could do with so sociology? Yeah, like I don't know, like I never thought much about it. For me, it's like my hometown is really small. And like the main thing I wanted to do was just like to leave my hometown and just like go to live to Lisbon. That was like the main thing in my life. I never knew in my life what I wanted to do, you know? Like when I was 17 or 18 and my parents were like, oh, you need like to find something to study. Like what do you want to do when you finish high school? I was like, yeah, like I don't know what I want to do. I was like super lost. And um, um, yeah, so like I just went to sociology because that was like the only thing I could like study with my degrees, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I went to study that and um, yeah, I was like super lost. And then that's kind of like when I started making my music, when I went to Lisbon to, um, yeah, to study. And I was just like focusing all the time, just making beats. Do you have a name before Holly? No, I've, I've always so been like Holly. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's and, always been like yeah. a old nickname. And how are you getting your music out there initially? Uh, just like through SoundCloud. Um, I used to produce a lot of rappers in Portugal as well. That's kind of like how I started making beats. I was making hip-hop beats and just sending to some of my friends uh, so they could rap on them. And uh, yeah, that's kind of like my f the first music I put out was just like rap beats, like other stuff that I produced for other people. And then, uh, yeah, then I made my SoundCloud account and I was just like putting stuff there like every week. And uh, yeah, that's like how I started putting stuff out. Back then, did yeah. you have, other than your brother, did you have other producer friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had more like friends of my brother, I think, yeah. But but then with SoundCloud, I started meeting a lot of people all around the world and yeah, just no more producers. That really opened my mind. But how did your SoundCloud get out there? What did you like hit up? Did you like message a lot of blogs or? Uh, yeah, it was more like starting releasing on labels. Yeah, I think it was more just like getting other releases and just, yeah, other than my SoundCloud. You know, I remember like my first like release that I, like, that I received a lot of followers was with uh, Daruma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on one of their compilations and uh, yeah, just like, then I did some stuff with like, Bygor and like, D-Mac and Monster Cat and... How did I, you meet those people? Uh, just like through SoundCloud, just through mm -hmm. email, yeah. Um, like, at that time, like, I never le uh, left Portugal, I think, so... Everything I was doing was just like, through internet, just like, sending emails to people, sending submissions. And, um, yeah, that's many, many what I did. How was it that you, or how did you yeah. get in the, for the Goldie Award? So, yeah, A-Track, he started this beat battle called Godi Awards, like, two years ago. And, um, yeah, so that was, like, very easy. Like, everyone who wanted, like, to go to the Godi Awards, they could just, like, send a submission. Mm -hmm. You could send, like, whatever you want in one minute. And uh, you could put, like, four beats or just, like, one beat. And uh, I sent my submission. And, uh, yeah, they invited me to go to the finals. That was in New York. And, uh, yeah, then I went there. And, uh, yeah, I won, <laughs> like, the first <laughs> one. It was really nice because... Um, I think it was like my first contact with some of the people that, that I grew up listening to, you know. For me it was really cool to play my music to, you know, Just Boys and Depot and like A-Track, Mini Fresh. And uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know, cool way eh? to, to expose my music, you know. So I was just like going to the competition like, yeah, I'm just gonna like play myself, show my music, uh, meet new people and yeah, winning was just like, I don't know, an extra thing, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And wait, was it turntables or what was No, 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 it was just uh, like a beat battle. So they have... They have like the beat battle side and then they have the DJ battle. And the DJ battle, like you DJ with the turntables and you do all the crazy tricks. Mm -hmm. And the, the beat battle, you just like play your beats, you know. You can perform the beat live or you can just like press play and just so you press play your beat. Video, yeah, like I kind of like press play and I put like some filters, you know. I had like some drum kits on my MPD, stuff like that. But 
at the end of the day it was more like you know just playing my beats mm -hmm. yeah and then after the competition did something happen like you flew to or yeah yeah to see a track or after was there anything after the competition? uh not really, like, the prize of the competition was to, at least not a bit better. Yeah. The prize was to have a release on Fool's Gold. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, uh, so, like, I did a track for Fool's Gold, and, um, yeah, like, before that, I already had, like, two releases on Fool's Gold, you know, so <laughs> it, was like, it was, like, cool, I'm going to have, like, another one, but I think if I didn't have, like, the release on Fool's Gold, I would probably, like, appreciate more the prize, you know? Yeah. Uh, they gave me a bunch of gear, which was cool as well. Um, yeah, and then like I met Diplo at the um, at the competition as well, and then I did like a, a mix for Diplo and Friends, which was really cool as well. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was like basically those were the prizes. Yeah. And were you always self-managed? Yeah, uh, until that time. Yeah, uh, I started like having a manager almost one year ago. Mm -hmm. I think that was more because like I came to LA just by myself, and I was like trying to figure out a way like to go next level because. I don't know, like, I've always, like, been doing all my stuff since I started making music, like, doing my bookings, like, sending my music to labels, and it got to a point where I was like, damn, like, if I really want to uh, achieve what I want to achieve in my life, I need, like, to create a team, and, um, yeah, then I, like, just, like, started meeting some people here, and then I met Luis, who's, who's my manager. Actually, like, we met in Portugal before all that stuff. Uh, he was doing a show with Toki Musa there, and I met him at the, at the venue, because I was, like, playing as well, and, uh, yeah, we just like start working together. But but probably throughout the years, there's lots of people yeah. asking to manage. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. yeah. But you know, for me, it's really hard like to work with someone that like they can do good work for me, you know. But if if we can't have like a a friendship relationship, you know, mm -hmm. if we can't be friends, like I don't know, like I need to work with someone that I can see my personality on that person as well, you know. And uh, so I had a lot of people reaching out to me to be my managers, but at the end of the day, sometimes. I know I didn't feel the right energy from them, you know. Uh, could be like good, great work, but I don't know if we could be, you know, good friends. And yeah, took mm -hmm. me a little bit to to find like the right person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how did you learn early on how to do the bookings and stuff? Like, uh, I don't know. I think it was a little bit uh, just like watching my brother and like watching what he was doing. And uh, I don't know, like, I'm. Like, I used to be a very, like, easy person, like, to get booked. I was just like, yeah, just gonna get shows. Like, I don't really care if I'm gonna, like, get a big fee or not gonna get a big fee, you know? Like, as long as I, I, won't get, as long as I have my fights and uh, I have, like, a place to stay, like, I'm down, like, just to, just to play, you know? Mm -hmm. I did, a, for example, a tour in South Africa, which was, like, basically that was, like, yo, like, just pay me my fights and, like, I'm gonna go there and, like, I play for free, you know? I had, like, some people reaching out to me, like, to book me sometimes. I would reach out to other promoters and being like, yo, I'm going to be at this place, so I could be cool like, to perform or, you know, do something cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's different now with the management? There, are they saying no to a lot of things like... Oh, no, it's, it's, it's about... Or? No, it's, it's more about, uh, like, things need, need to make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's better if you say no at the first time and then I like, get like a better propose after a couple of months, you know? I don't know. It's like it's really, I'm still like still figuring out that, you know. But but yeah, but we have, we have a great relationship. So I know if I want to like do a show and like they're always down to what I want to do, you know. Mm, that's yeah. good. So yeah, I think that's the main thing. I'm just like open to new styles, and I think also traveling just just makes me exposed to so many like different music styles from all over all over the world. And uh, yeah. How would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? Oh, that's a tough one. 
it's kind of weird because when I was younger, Hawaii and here was like my hometown and my friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And now, like growing up, I had like this opportunity to travel and just meet cool people over the world, um, meeting like people that I grew up listening to, or, like I grew up like looking up to, you know. I have like more confidence in myself. I think that's like the main one. Yeah, that's really like tough question. Like, could you, like if I if I was like asking you that, like, could you say? Could you answer that? Definitely more confident. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have been even able to do this. I was so shy back then. Yeah, I used to be really shy as yeah. well, you know. Uh, yeah, especially like my first shows. Like I was like so shy. Like a week before the shows, I would, I don't know, just have like, I wouldn't say panic attacks, but I was, I used just like to trip about like, oh, I'm gonna be on a stage with a bunch of people looking at me, like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think it, it takes like time to know yourself as well, you know. I think I'm lucky because I, I always had like really good people around me, mm -hmm. so that kind of made me always like feel good with myself, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life? Uh, oh, I, I like to say always the next one, you know. Mm -hmm. Like the next challenge is always like the best one. But I think a really, a really big one was just like to leave my family and just come, mm -hmm. to, just come to to America, you know. What does love mean to you? Love. Oh. Uh. Love to me means, I don't know, means my mom, means my family, uh, means music, means happiness, means caring about something that you really like. I don't know, love to me means, means a lot of things, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, yeah. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, Whoa, I don't know. Uh, making this world a better place. Mm -hmm. I think that's the main one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? For me, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've thought about this so many times when I'm preparing or like in the shower. Yeah. And I'm like suddenly so immune to it. But let me think. Honestly, just letting people say their stories. Like I don't even want to be a part of this. But if people can share their stories, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a little bit like that, just making this world a better place, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that's kind of like something, when I was like growing up, uh, and like I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life, I was always thinking like, oh, like it must be so sad like to be in this world and just die and, you know, like you don't leave anything behind, you know? Like people just like forgot who you are, you know? Yeah. Like there's million people that live in this world that you would never know about them, you know? And uh, yeah, growing up, I think I was always looking like trying to find a way, uh, well, trying to find a way of like doing something. I don't know that I, that I could be like remembered for, you know. And I think like music was like the best answer to all that stuff, you know. Uh, I think just like dope for how like you know people like Michael Jackson and like Sting and like all those legends that died. Uh, you know, like they died and like they still live forever, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank you so uh, much. Oh, good. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.